0: Well, guys, and uh, welcome back to the show this week. Um, just a few quick uh, sports updates. Um, just kind of a quick overview of uh, all the leagues here. Um, give you all some insight on kind of what's going on um, with each league and uh, give you some insight on um, some things we've heard and seen. Um We do have the the co-host, Big Joe Martinez on the show today again, and uh, I think he's going to be a a regular uh, visitor to the show now that we're uh, officially stationed down here in San Antonio, uh, the home of Big Joe. (laughs) Um, Now, Joe, um, we'll start with the NFL. Um the NFL and the nflpa has decided on no preseason games. Um I think that's gonna be pretty rough for the guys, um, especially how they didn't get much of an off season and uh you know all the rookies really didn't get to go to those uh spring camps, summer camps too much. Um I thought the uh preseason would be a little more pivotal this year. Um so guys could get a little more PT and I thought we'd see a little more of the starters. Um, The other thing that I had of note was uh, the Jamal Adams trade um, to Seattle and then his beef with Le'Veon Bell. Um, What have you uh, heard and seen from the uh, NFL realms, Joe?
1: Uh, Well, you know, obviously the beef, I kind of agree with uh, Jamal Adams on this, you know, uh, Le'Veon kind of diva. I mean, you know, most of us know that, especially from his time in Pittsburgh. I mean, mm-hmm. he he really has no say in how another man does his business, especially when he left for pretty much the exact same reasons. You know, you're ultimately here to win a championship. And what I also saw um, Adam Schefter say and actually report was that Jamal Adams was just straightforward with the Seahawks organization that... Yes, he'll play with them for this one year, but it's not a guarantee that he'll be back, that he still wants to test the free agency and get his money when it's due. And I mean, rightfully so. And with that being said, I I ultimately think Seattle lost this trade. And the Jets, I mean, it's really the Jets trade to lose at this point. It just really depends on how the drafting is going to be the, for after this upcoming season. Yeah. <clears throat> Um, We've had, you know, multiple players uh,
0: throughout this week. Uh, A lot of Patriot guys, a lot of guys on defense saying um, they aren't going to play this season because they don't feel safe. Uh, Marquise Lee said he's going to be out for the Patriots. Um, Then we just saw the uh, Stafford for the Lions was the first real big name that's stepping out. Um, has, Has there been anyone else that you... I've heard about.
1: i uh, no, that was kind of a breaking news. He was put on the NFL's uh COVID reserve list. So if I'm assuming he's possibly opting out, I mean he does have a, you know, wife and children, just like most of them. Or maybe he was exposed to it, maybe as a positive and they're kind of keeping that information confidential and trying to avoid a whole Ezekiel Elliott thing where he was Zeke was firing at the Cowboys for leaking his information you know, whatnot. I mean, it's kind of a, if you think about it, it's a real delicate situation right now where a lot of players don't want to be part of that statistic. And, you know, people in general might not want that. Yeah, it's a tough time to be
0: uh, anything, really, but to be playing sports and the kind of exposure they're going to get to so many other people um, on a day in and day out basis, especially in an uncontrolled environment that's not kind of like the NBA bubble they're kind of they're putting some restrictions I think but not not nearly as many as they probably should Um kind of switching gears here Joe um you know you're our um, MLB insider um what are some updates you can give us from the MLB uh the Marlins had I believe 14 players test positive after a week one and we heard um Today that the Cardinals had about four. And um, there's been some sporadic ones here and there, but what what have you heard and seen from the MLB?
1: Well, I've seen uh, you know, quite a bit. Manfred came out and told the MLBPA that if things can't get under control that they're possibly gonna shut down the season as early as Monday morning. So it remains to be seen how the rest of the weekend plays out. Um other big news, you know, Joe Kelly getting an eight-game suspension and Dave Roberts getting a one-game suspension, both with the Dodgers organization after uh, benches cleared against the Astros for uh, Joe Kelly throwing at Alex Bregman and Carlos Correa's head. Yeah, uh, you know, I'm, I'm sure Astro fans out there don't agree with it. Me personally, I agree with the whole throwing at somebody. I don't believe it was intentional at the head. Joe Kelly is known for, you know, being wild. Um, Lance McCullers, a pitcher from Houston, you know, he came out saying that Joe Kelly has no right to be retaliating because he was never part of that team. But if you really think about it, a part of that team or not, you know, he Joe Kelly is now seen as like the symbol, like, uh, like baseball's hero, as far as getting back at the Astros and really letting everybody know, like, hey, you know, this is how the entire league feels about you. Um, I don't agree with the eight-game suspension. You know, he didn't get tossed out. He didn't hit anybody. Uh, A lot of people like myself are just, you know, kind of flabbergasted, like how somebody that wasn't tossed from a game or hitting anybody can get suspended Mm -hmm. for eight games. And, you know, the entire Houston organization, all they received was a hefty fine and draft picks. You know, no players Mm -hmm. lost any games. World Series wasn't stripped and vacated so it remains to be seen if you know pitchers are going to start following Joe Kelly's footsteps and and assuming that baseball does continue it'll be interesting how everything will happen in you know the second their second meeting of the season later in this uh, in this year when they actually play in LA so apparently there's rumors that LA fans are going to be there at the gates, you know, at least like on the outside booing them. So we'll see what happens. No, I'm sure they will. Uh, that's a tough
0: situation. Um, unfortunate to see, especially, uh, being a Texas team, but, um, yeah, I, I agree. I think, uh, they're going to get some heat come their way this season and rightfully so. Um, got some golf updates for you. Uh, we're actually watching the, uh, WGC St. Jude, um, tournament right now as we, uh, record this, but, uh, Brendan Todd is leading all scores at 11 under. I think there's a few other players around, or he's at 12 under, there's a few at 11. Um, you have, uh, Ricky Fowler's at nine under and, uh, then you also have a uh, Brooks Koepka in the mix and he just hit one, I believe on 16 within a couple of inches for a, a birdie on that hole. Um, so he looks to be firing on all cylinders. Um, we had the 3M open last week and Michael Thompson, uh, ended up winning that by a landslide. I think about by four or five strokes, he was at 19 under, um, you know, worth mentioning um, how Tony Finau has been playing this these uh, past few weeks. Um, he finished 16-under uh, last week and was, in, conti- was um, in contention the previous week at uh, the tough course in Merrifield Village at a uh, memorial tournament. Um, so he's right there on the brink of uh, breaking through and getting his uh, a couple tour wins this year. Um, this week, we got the WGC St. Jude, um, and uh, Tiger Woods actually surprisingly um, opted out um, this year, giving him only one tournament under his belt before uh, this year's first major And the PGA Championship will be next weekend. Um, just a few updates um, from the NBA, from the bubble. Uh, the games um, started back up Thursday night. Um we really haven't had too many issues with uh, players being positive at this point. Um, they're being real strict on their guidelines. Um, guys really aren't leaving the hotel other than to go to the workout facilities. And, uh, you know, the games have been interesting so far, um, you know, very tightly contested. Um, the holographic fans has been, um, Looks like they're playing 2K out there, actually.
1: Interesting, to say the least. Yeah,
0: and, uh, you know, being able to hear the, the squeaking of the shoes and the guys talking on defense and the bench and the referees has been uh, definitely a different experience for us. But uh, it's it's going to be a, um, a tough race here for some of these teams, especially out west. There's only, you know, a game or less between, I think, four through – Um, 12 over there so um, you really have to win win out if you're not in those top eight to have a chance and hope some people up top lose Um, so if you're looking for some uh, good competitive stuff to watch these games are going to be very highly anticipated and um, these guys are going to be it's a playoff atmosphere at this point for these teams um in order to get in and have a chance to make the playoffs which every team wants to do um so we'll, we'll see how it plays out but um Joe on switching gears to college football um you know I've, I've been hearing um that we're, we're only going to get conference play especially in these uh you know big conferences um just playing interconference just to kind of minimize traveling and, uh, you know, uh, more exposure to different places that they don't usually have to go. Um, what are your thoughts on what they might do moving forward?
1: I, um, you know, interesting, interesting topic. Honestly, uh, I don't believe any type of football will actually be played, you know, at the professional level or possibly even. College, honestly, Um, I think mostly because travel is going to be much like in the major leagues, you know, Mm -hmm. flying by bus is just gonna be too much exposure. I think really college football hangs in the balances of how the MLB does everything. And same kind of same thing for the NFL. I know athletic directors and players, you know, pro and college level, you know, they have a lot of concern for Their own safety they feel like uh, they're not being protected as much as they should Mm -hmm. um i know you know conference play is going to be big um i know ut football they pretty much installed an entire splash shield covering the entire inside of their uh face mask so that should be interesting and kind of on the topic of opting out within college football um you know i wouldn't be surprised if maybe certain conferences especially power five conferences pull out i mean the pac-10 uh, is kind of breaking news today they now they were one of the first teams that said they're going to do conference play and now they're actually leaning towards the possibility of opting out entirely and it's not so much for COVID, but for the social injustices kind of debate that's going on around the country they want the NCAA to have uh, to allow and have more of a voice against the fight of social injustice. So mm-hmm. Pac-10's come out saying that if nothing changes, they're going to opt out all of their teams. And unfortunately, that's going to take a blow to seniors, you know, juniors, all, you know, even the freshmen, you know, people that have that potential to get drafted at a pretty high round. And I mean, will they regain that? last year of eligibility, if the conference decides to do that, are they going to only be able to go off their junior year? You know, it'll be interesting. Yeah, um, you know,
0: just tough situation all around, obviously. But uh, I think um, for college football, you know, I think they end up postponing the season. And um, there's been some talk of playing it in the spring and, um, you know, at that point, probably just do a conference uh, schedule because, you know, you'll have baseball and everything else going on. And, um, you know, obviously the smaller schools that, you know, D3 or D2 probably don't have a season at all because they just don't have the facilities for everyone to be working out at the same time, all sports. Um, but, um, NFL, I, you know, I think they'll they'll probably end up, I mean, they may try, but I don't think it's going to go well for them. And then high school, I think it's probably just safest if they postpone it too because we don't even really know what's going to happen if if they're even going to be going back to regular school or online at this point. Um, but hey, guys, uh, we got another top five list uh, coming up for you uh, right after the break. looking for a new gym looking to change up the normal everyday routine you want group fitness functional fitness try out thrive fitness in georgetown you have a trainer each session and john o'connor the west point grad has many years of experience in personal training and has retained clients for many years due to his expertise thrive fitness is located off austin avenue and williams drive in georgetown in the old radio shack store Paul Berg, MD, says it's the best group fitness workout in Georgetown. Dr. Berg has been a member of Thrive for 10 years. Try it out and start Thriving today. Well, today's top five list, Joe, is, uh, you know, presented by Thrive Fitness of Georgetown. Um, you know, these guys, uh, they've been working out over there at Thrive. Uh, you know, Paul MD, has been over there, Uh you know, they're they're doing the best they can, social distancing, and uh, I think they're implementing some mask usage over there. Um, but this week's top five list, Joe, is going to be your top five trucks or SUVs. Um, you know, I'm going to allow you to go first and, uh, you know, give us some insight on uh, what you think is the, your favorite ones.
1: Oh, man, you know, there's, there's a lot... Uh... I guess I would have to go with, you know, my, probably my top three, I guess, dream trucks. Definitely the number one, we were kind of talking about it earlier, mm-hmm. would be the GMC uh, Sierra Denali. Okay. It's just, I mean, it's a very expensive truck obviously, but it's, I don't know, it's just it's something about it. It just gives it that tough look. Yeah. Um, number two, it's kind of a tough one for me um i would say the f-250 probably f-350 king ranch (laughs) going you got to go big with the power stroke on that one you know have some emphasis behind the engine uh number three would be um probably a tundra honestly just yeah tundra and then number four probably uh a z71 kind of like the the premium ones you know gives it that tuck that tough look almost like a, a tundra but it has you know it's already has the lift to it the tires and whatnot and number five you can't go wrong with it it's the uh let's say all Tacomas oh. I'm sure you know about those but <laughs> yeah you know those are I mean real reliable you know great gas mileage uh, just a really beautiful truck especially once you kind of fix it up yourself so yeah and those would be my top five there's a lot of stuff you can do to those uh, my number one for
0: trucks will have to be the ford Raptor. okay uh, those things are pretty dirty um there's a lot of stuff you can do to those um number two toyota tundra um number three um, i'd have to go with pretty much any Chevy truck, you know, I, I, had a good experience with mine. Um, very reliable. Um, they all, they all look pretty good. Um, pretty functional. Um, gas mileage does it actually wasn't too bad on mine either. Um, number four, Toyota four runner, yeah. especially the older ones. Mm-hmm. Um, And then number five, got to throw in the Tacoma, baby. Yeah, (laughs) you
1: have to. (laughs) You have
0: to after you go buy one. I mean, at this point. Well, um, you know, thanks, guys, for uh, listening to another week of the show. Uh, You know, hopefully everyone's staying safe out there and uh, social distancing and wearing masks when they can and, um, but still getting out to do some stuff here and there, um, uh, you know, take care of yourselves and your mental health. It's, uh, tough times right now, but, um, we'll pull through together and hopefully we will get this thing under better control here soon, but, um, be sure to tune in next week. Um, we'll see if we can get uh, another guest to come on with us and, uh, get some more um, interesting interviews for y'all and uh, as always um, the uh, most um, hottest uh, sports topics here at uh, 94 feet for you guys Um, thanks for listening and uh, for Joe Martinez and Sam Berg we're signing off